Hello, everyone, and welcome. This is Let's Sleep On It, Reclaiming Parenthood, the podcast. And I'm your host, Taylor Kulik, a sleep and well-being specialist and occupational therapist. My mission with this podcast is to examine the parenting narratives that dominate our culture and grow together as parents. Here, we will talk about biological infant sleep, as well as many other parenting-related topics. And you'll also hear real empowering journeys from parents who are parenting against the grain. I hope that you walk away from each episode feeling inspired, empowered, and supported. Please remember that none of the information shared in this podcast is medical advice, and you should always speak with a trusted healthcare provider if you have any concerns. Let's dive into today's episode. So I have been searching for a clean electrolyte company that I love for a really long time, and I just hadn't found anything that I liked, that I enjoyed the taste of, that I felt good about the ingredients, until I found Element. And I actually got a sample from somebody, and I was instantly hooked. They have really good flavors. They're actually tasty. Like, I enjoy drinking them, whereas other brands that I've tried in the past I really haven't enjoyed. And you can just put them straight into your water, um, and they're so good. So they have salt, magnesium, and potassium potassium in them. And a lot of people don't realize how important electrolytes are for true hydration. A lot of us are chugging water because we're being told that we need more water, but we don't, we're not drinking the electrolytes that we need to actually hydrate our bodies. And so Element is a great choice. They also make seasonal chocolate flavors that are really good as like a hot chocolate. And you can put them in your coffee if you want, or just with hot water and like milk or just plain. I like to drink them plain. I love Element. I have at least one pack a day. Electrolytes are so important, especially for pregnancy and breastfeeding. So if you're lacking your electrolytes, give Element a try. You can use my link, Drink Element. It's drinklmnt.com slash Taylor K. And you will get a free gift with your purchase, which is a sample pack. So you can try all of the flavors. Again, that's drinklmnt.com slash Taylor K. Today, I'm going to chat about how much sleep your baby really needs and how to tell if your baby is getting enough sleep. This is a really common question, and I'm going to start with just talking a little bit about these ideal baby sleep schedules that you find often online on like blogs, maybe in sleep training books that tell us that our babies should be sleeping for 12 hours straight at night and maybe taking anywhere from like three to four hours worth of naps during the day. So a lot of parents believe that their babies should be sleeping for how many hours is that in a 24-hour period? Like uh, 15 or 16 hours in a 24-hour period. And if their babies aren't getting that much sleep, then they're not getting enough sleep. And that is really not true. Um, so first of all, how much baby, how much sleep a child needs is so variable. There is such a wide range of what's normal. So first I want to share with you these, um, these ranges from the National Sleep Foundation. So research has shown that newborns, so this is zero, zero to three months, the recommended number of hours of sleep in a 24-hour period is about 14 to 17 hours. But 
then also, so I'm looking at a chart here. It's their chart. And um, you can't see it, obviously, on the podcast. But next to the recommended number of hours, there is another column that says may be appropriate. And there's a much larger range of hours of sleep in a 24-hour period. And for newborns, recommended is 14 to 17 hours, but may be appropriate is 11 to 13 hours and also 18 to 19 hours. So we have a range that could be appropriate for a child of 11 to 19 hours of sleep in a 24-hour period. That is a massive range. That's a massive window, right? So we move on to infants age 4 to 11 months. Recommended is about 12 to 15 hours in a 24-hour period, but may be appropriate anywhere from 10 hours to 18 hours. 10 hours. Now, this is not saying that this could be appropriate for any baby. This is saying that some babies only may need 10 hours, whereas some babies may need up to 18 hours, right? So think about this baby. This six-month-old baby, for example, who maybe they only need 11 hours and that's appropriate for them. And that's all the sleep they really need in a 24-hour period. And this parent is reading these sleep blogs and sleep schedules that are saying that this six-month-old baby has to sleep for 12 hours at night and take three hours worth of naps during the day or sometimes even four hours. That is 15 hours of sleep and this poor baby can only sleep for 11 hours. So this parent, this poor parent is stressed trying to fit an additional four hours of sleep into their baby's day and night and that baby doesn't need that sleep and so it's causing frustration for everybody. Okay, let's go on to toddlers, one to two years old. Recommended sleep total in a 24-hour period is 11 to 14 hours. Maybe appropriate, 9 to 16 hours. And then preschoolers, 3 to 5 years old, recommended number of hours of sleep in a 24-hour period is 10 to 13 hours. And maybe appropriate, 8 to 14 hours. Okay? So huge ranges here. And what I want to point out here is that there are going to be some babies, yes, that will sleep 12 hours at night. And mind you, this these sleep totals, these don't this doesn't mean that your baby has to be sleeping straight through without waking. This is just total sleep. So there there are some babies for sure that will sleep about 12 hours at night, and then they'll also take, you know, 3 hours or 4 hours worth of naps during the day. So absolutely, those are the parents that wrote the the baby sleep schedules. But there are babies that aren't going to do that. There are babies that are only going to sleep for 10 hours at night and take one or two hours worth of naps during the day. And those parents are the ones that are going to feel like they're failing, that they're doing something wrong or that there's something wrong with their baby because they are not following the baby sleep schedule that they found online. And the reality is that a lot of parents are really overestimating the amount of sleep that their baby needs. And the key is to really figure out by paying attention to what your baby is doing and how much they're sleeping on a consistent basis and also what their mood and behavior is like, your job is to find out how much sleep they need, how much sleep your unique child needs in a 24-hour period, and then plan and structure your day and your naps accordingly. Because naps are still important for, you know, most babies do still need to take naps um, to reduce their sleep pressure and reduce cortisol, their stress hormone. Does that mean that our babies need to be taking, you know, two hours of naps at a time, like two hour, two hour nap in the morning, two hour nap in the afternoon? Do they need to be taking hours and hours of nap during naps during the day? Not necessarily. It really just depends on your baby and how much sleep they need. And a lot of babies and children only need like 
very short naps, cat naps throughout the day just to reduce their cortisol levels a little bit. And a lot of babies actually thrive on this, um, these shorter naps. Okay, so it, it just depends on your baby. So our job is really to figure out how much baby or how much sleep our baby actually needs, not what the, what the schedules are telling us. And the thing is, is if we're expecting our baby to sleep more than their bodies are physically capable of sleeping, then it's often going to result in other sleep issues because there's we're going to end up with a nighttime, daytime sleep imbalance of some sort. So here's an example for this. I find this happens a lot with toddlers, older toddlers who are getting close to dropping their nap too. So here's an example. So suppose you have a two-year-old who typically only needs about 11 hours of sleep in a 24-hour period. And again, this is within the the could-be-appropriate totals for this age. And they're still taking a one-hour nap. Then you cannot expect them to sleep a 12-hour stretch at night. This means that if you try to put them to bed at 7, right? 7 p.m. is a pretty common ideal bedtime for a toddler. If a parent is trying to put their two-year-old who can only sleep 11 hours in a 24-hour period and takes a one-hour nap, if they're trying to put them to sleep at 7 p.m. for nut, for bedtime, they cannot expect that, that child to sleep until 7 a.m. the next morning. In fact, if they're taking a one-hour nap, they likely only need about 10 hours of sleep at night, and this will mean they'll have a 5 a.m. wake-up time. So they'll have an early rise. This means that you might need to adjust bedtime by making it later in order to get a decent AM wake, especially if you need that nap to stay in, okay? There are other options too. You could try to cap the nap. You could experiment with a shorter nap. You could experiment with dropping the nap. Some toddlers at this age are going to do fine with dropping the nap, but a lot of them are still really going to need a little bit of a nap to decrease their cortisol. So parents really expect a lot of times parents are expecting their child to sleep according to these these ideas of what ideal sleep looks like. Go to bed at seven, wake up at seven, take an hour nap, take three hours, however, you know, depending on the age of their child. But sometimes it's just not possible. If your child only needs 12 hours, if you have a baby who only needs 12 hours of sleep in a 24-hour period, they need naps to decrease their cortisol. So you can't expect them to sleep a full 12 hours at night. This means that you're going to have to adjust somewhere. They're either going to wake up earlier or you're going to need to put them to bed later and space out their naps a little bit during the day. Okay? So I think this is really helpful to understand because um, we just we can't always expect our babies and our children to abide by these rigid sleep schedules that aren't made for them. These schedules were made for other babies, and sometimes our babies don't follow along. So we need to tune into how much sleep they need. Okay, so then we have this idea of being overtired. I'm not going to get into detail about being overtired and what causes that, but I do just want to talk about how to know if your baby or your child is a what I call a low sleep needs child. Because I think most parents are overly concerned with their child being overtired and that their child is not getting enough sleep because they don't sleep um, according to all of the sleep schedules like we've talked about. So I find that most parents just feel this pressure to get their child sleeping more and fear that their child is overtired. But there are some children that just don't need as much sleep as other children or other babies. And so I want to talk about how you can identify whether that might be your child or not sleep needs children and basically if you are concerned wondering if your child because they don't maybe they don't sleep as much as you think they should if you're concerned about whether they're overtired 
there's a pretty easy way to know. And it has less to do with how many hours total they're getting in a 24-hour period and more to do with their behavior. So if your child is generally pretty content during the day and doesn't seem to be overtired much of the day, which, you know, being overtired might look like yawning a lot, rubbing their eyes, being really fussy, maybe inconsolable. Um, sometimes it looks like hyperactivity. So if, you're, if your child – oh, and it can also look like when you actually do go to put your child down after they're, they've may, maybe had an episode of hyperactivity, they usually fall asleep really fast and bedtime is super easy. This is a sign of being overtired. If your child is not experiencing these signs throughout the day, like they are generally pretty content, generally pretty happy aside from normal child stuff that happens, you know, they don't seem to be really overtired or have these episodes of hyperactivity, um, then they're likely not overtired and they're likely getting just enough sleep. Most children are probably getting enough sleep. So a lot of times the sleep timing might be off, like a wake window might be too long here or there. That's the biggest issue I probably see. But overall, most children are probably getting enough sleep. So if you don't feel like your child is sleeping enough, but they seem pretty content and happy most of the time, you probably don't need to worry too much. And you might want to just start paying attention to about how many hours of sleep they are getting in a typical 24-hour period. And that might be all that they need. And so you might need, depending on if you're experiencing other sleep challenges, you may need to kind of adjust the sleep schedules and wake windows a little bit to balance that sleep out throughout the 24-hour hour period. Now, the, others, the other sign of these low sleep needs kids is that they can often take a very long time to get to sleep, even when they've been up for quite a while and you feel like they should definitely be tired by now, like they've kind of surpassed their average wake window, they should definitely be tired by now. Um, they're probably getting enough sleep if they, and this might be a sign that they're a low sleep needs child, if they're taking a long time to fall asleep and they've been up for a while. Another sign is that these kiddos often will not sleep for very long. They just sleep less. They just sleep less and maybe they take shorter naps and maybe like you just feel like they need to sleep a little bit longer because other kids sleep longer, but they don't. And um, again, combined with not, so not sleeping a very long time, like sleeping a little bit less than maybe you feel like they should sleep in less duration, like when they do get to sleep, they're not sleeping as long. Um, combined with not displaying a lot of overtired signs, that's a pretty good sign that you might have a low sleep needs kid. And so I share this because, you know, you're your kid may or may not be a low sleep needs kid. And we don't really need to put labels on them. It's more just for simplicity's sake to, to recognize, hey, my child has their own unique sleep totals. They have their own unique sleep needs for a 24-hour period and that we as parents can kind of tune into those needs um, and figure it out for our children so that we're not trying to force them into more sleep than their bodies need, which will cause more stress for everybody. I have two low sleep total or sleep needs children, so I know what it's like, and it can be really stressful for parents um, to have a slow, a, a low sleep needs child. Um, it can also, it can be hard because it can, you know, as before you had your child, you may have thought that sleep was going to look one way and that you were going to have all this time during the day and all this time during the night when your child was sleeping to get things done and have time to yourself. And when you have a low sleep needs child, 
you realize that that all goes out the window and your child doesn't sleep that much when you're not sleeping. Like you're most of the time when your child's sleeping, you're also sleeping or getting rest. And so it is hard, but it's also helpful to accept it for what it is and recognize that this is just the child that we have in front of us and we can't change them. We can't change their sleep needs. We need to just accept it and figure out a way to live with it and work with it. So I hope that was helpful, guys. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please subscribe and leave a review if you feel called to. It really helps our message reach more parents. You can also follow me on Instagram at Taylor Kulik for similar content or visit my website at www.taylorkulik.com. I offer online courses where we really dive into infant and toddler sleep holistically. And we also offer one-to-one holistic sleep support services if you're looking to improve your child's sleep or shift patterns without sleep training. If you know a parent who would benefit from this podcast, please share. And if you'd like to financially support this podcast to allow me to create more episodes more often, you can visit anchor.fm slash Taylor I hope you'll join me next time.